Hello, this is Sean. Thomas. Iron Sammy. <laughs> uh, I, need a, I need cooler names to start out like the episode then, right? You're trying to steal her gimmick? <laughs> uh, you don't want to be Bumble Thomas? You know? <laughs> Sky Sammy, you know, something like that. Ah, shit. I could have done that. <laughs> or Shantacon, like Sharktacon. <laughs> that was actually really good. I'm going to start with that now instead. I don't think my name works with anything. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode. I'm Shantacon. Thomas. Iron Sammy. <laughs> and we have with us in the studio regular Thomas. <laughs> regular Thomas. <laughs> He's our casual human. <laughs> casual? He's our human. Yeah, Thomas, help me. I don't out. need a special name. I have courage. That's enough. Thomas, I have a problem. <laughs> I, I invented this thing on Cybertron, but now I can't remember how to work it. Can you work it for me? Oh, let, let me take a look at that. I can take care of that. <laughs> Ten seconds. That's all I need. I'll comprehend it. I'll study up in your language and get it all done. Perfect. We Yes, yeah, he's useful. It's fine. <laughs> so, welcome to our podcast that's called... Smartcast. Smartcast. <laughs> Did you say it? No. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> it's like in mid-laugh. All right, so we're going to say welcome to and then say Smartcast after half a second. Ready? All right. Welcome to... This is the seventh episode of the series, Fire in the Sky. I have a lot of emotions. So, summer of the episode, the episode starts off with a snowman-sized transformer when, out of nowhere, it's mistaken as a Decepticon by Cliffjumper who shoots at it and kills the Autobot in the process by accident. That's what happens, right, Thomas? It's all Cliffjumper's fault, always. I mean, if it's Cliffjumper, then it was definitely a hastily decision. So, in this episode, the Decepticons uncover a new transformer hidden in ice, and it's Starscream's old scientist pal, Skyfire, from before Starscream turned into a Decepticon. They convince him to join their cause, and he follows simply because Starscream is his friend. But eventually he realizes the truth and turns away from his former friend and joins the Autobots, but then sacrifices himself to save the planet. I'm still upset. (laughs) I'm upset at that ending, but we will start at the beginning before we get to the end. Okay, so we'll start with the brief intermission that is Season 5 Gen 2 Japanese. Striving to save the world from the evil Decepticons, the heroic Autobots are led by Optimus Prime. He's more than meets the eye. He's a robot in disguise. No season 5 or Gen 2 episode. So in this episode, Japan made cuts, but I couldn't tell. Like, there are so many scenes in this episode that aren't relevant that it's hard to remember that they're missing when I watch the Japanese episode. I I mean, that's good. Like, all the stuff they cut was just so small, like the beginning or end of scenes, that it was hard to tell what they cut out. Anyway, moving on. What you liked and didn't like about this episode. Sammy. Me, Grimlock, no like you. Ha! Uh, there are a lot of things that I liked because it's Starscream-centered. Like, yay, Starscream has a friend. And I was, like, so ready for him to have a friend. Things I didn't like. Starscream not having a friend because he's a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rin Hao is just like, ah, oh, my old friend, go do this now because I command you. That's what friends do, right? Yeah, like, I, I thought there was going to be some remorse or something. Like, because when, in the beginning, when he's like, ah, oh, yes, this is, I knew him back in the past and his name was Skyfire. There was so much emotion in his voice. I was so ready for this dramatic friendship thing happening. But then it doesn't. And he's just like, traitor! I'm like, <laughs> anyways. But but I Anyways. understood, but I actually got something else out of that instead. I got the bat fact that Starscream had changed so much from what he used to be that this is just him now. He doesn't have feelings for people anymore. Yeah, yeah, and it's really depressing. Yeah. Like he used to be, he used to be normal, or quote unquote normal. He was a scientist. He was like, yeah, man, I like, I'm gonna help people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna science people. But even still, when he was telling that story, he there was still a little bit of emotion there. But then the episode proceeds, yeah. and he doesn't care at all. He doesn't like yeah. hesitate in his decisions, or tries to work with Skyfire or anything. Doesn't care about what he thinks. Doesn't stop yeah. to see. Well, I thought like, it was just <laughs> well, like okay. So so hold on. So at the end, the end where he does where he's shouting tra- like there is. Hold on. Sorry, I wrote this down. Yeah, no, so, like, uh, Skyfire is defending the Autobots slash humans or whatever, and he's just like, they've done nothing wrong, and Starstream's like, but you did! And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> there, was, there was so much ferociousness in that one line that I'm like, you are definitely not talking about the Autobots in this instance. What happened? Well, it's funny, because Starscream just expects that since it's his friend, he's gonna do what Starscream does. So he doesn't even expect him to go against him because Starscream doesn't really remember who he used to be. He's just like, eh, why would he not join us? Look how awesome we are. Well, there is the element where Starscream isn't always completely honest. So he told his side of the story. Maybe Skyfire viewed the relationship a little bit differently. Well, he does because he trusts. I like how he was just so blind and naive, follows Starscream because he's his friend. So Uh, sweet. And he's always just listening to him. Yeah, the only time he questions him is when he's like, kill the Autobots. Because he's just basically, he doesn't see him as a friend anymore. Starscream sees him simply as a tool to be used. It's just, it's so sad. <laughs> but see, like, I think I think there's, like, there's a, there's a further thing with that. I feel like he also thinks that, or, like, Starscream thinks that Skyfire abandoned him in a way. Like, even though it was an accident crash or whatever. He could have also been tortured all those millions of years of, just being like oh my god like i lost my friend did i murder him is he still alive he left me he's gone you cared but then you didn't go back and look for him some more no he did he (laughs) did he He looked well that was initially that was the initial but he he never came back all those millions of years well i guess well not the millions of years when they were in the ship just dead (laughs) but during the war on cybertron i mean if you couldn't find him like the initial thing i don't know what he said i thought he said eons but i might have yeah I, I mean, been he pretty years. much walked across like half the globe yeah so like clearly if you couldn't have found him then what hope would there be of finding him later a real friend wouldn't have given up skyfire <laughs> would have stayed there he'd have been like i'm not coming home until i've explored every inch of this planet because he's what my if he friend did? yeah you think shockwave would have did that to megatron no <laughs> Starscream did his best, okay? (laughs) If Shockwave would have lost Megatron on Earth, Shockwave would have spent his whole day... He didn't give up after millions of years. Of course, Megatron would have left him, but that's Megatron. (laughs) Look, Starscream tried his absolute best to find his best friend, alright? He tried. 
I, I want to do something funny. Uh, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna go real quick. I actually liked the beginning of this episode, how everybody's goofing off. The Autobots oh my are throwing God, yes. snowballs, and they're not just like always at war. And even Thundercracker and Rumble are being dicks to each other, like <laughs> causing an earthquake on everyone, which is what actually opens Skyfire to be found. I, I didn't understand. They kept swapping between Scientist and Explorer, though, for Starfire, for Starscream and Skyfire's job title. It's okay, so. Starfire's their ship name. It's fine. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Oh, God. I accidentally became a shipper. I've been shipping this since, like, day one. Oh, that's right. I was going to say, since you were eight, I was like, no, wait, you you, you got into this much, much later. <laughs> yes, I have been shipping this for 15 years. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, I don't know if he's an explorer or a scientist. I, both. Both? Got another thing for you about Cliff Jumper, Thomas. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, gonna... <laughs> they're repairing Skyfire. <laughs> And Cliff Jumper comes over and says, Why repair a Decepticon? Because he wasn't there to see him save everything. So he's just being judgmental as always. Well, I, that, I didn't I didn't find that noteworthy. I, I feel like probably another Autobot who didn't happen, who, who, who wasn't around to see the situation, they probably would have had the same reaction. I'm not going to let Cliff Jumper off the hook for the other bloodthirsty and hasty thing that he did. So when they were walking around, the Autobots were walking around the caverns, mm-hmm. and they kind of got separated. And Optimus was saying that no, instead of us splitting up, we should all stay together. Cliff Jumper was like, he screamed at Optimus and said, "That takes too long. I gotta move." And he just ran yeah. ahead and around the he ran ahead around the corner and and Ravage is right there and just pounces on him immediately. The guy is an idiot. He never listens. He never. When is he gonna learn his lesson? <laughs> He's not the leader of the Autobots. Maybe he should listen to Optimus that has been getting him through all these battles instead of trusting his own instincts that has always led him astray and getting damaged and destroyed, half destroyed half the time. He's terrible. Cliff Jumper's the worst. I really hate him. He is, he, is the, he is the Autobot that I hate, and I'm so glad to have seen him die watching Transformer Prime. <laughs> But that's an alternate universe version. It's not alternate universe. It's my universe. In my fan fiction, he died. I, I your hatred for Cliff Jumper like makes me so happy. <laughs> like it just Jumper. feels me. He's an idiot. He doesn't it's realize the situation they're in, and he just just constantly just throws away resources, <laughs> just so they can continually just be wasted repairing him time and time again. So something more positive. <laughs> I really like the battle between Optimus and Megatron. Megatron spins his body around, and Optimus even spins his arms around. And I'm like, oh yeah, because they're not just aliens, they're alien robots. So they like, do yeah. all this stuff that was really cool. And I'm like, are we ever going to see stuff like this again? Or is this just the animators actually understanding how they could fight differently than regular people? Oh, I also loved uh, two things that were so hilarious. When Megatron just chucks Energon Cube at Starscream's head, and you're just like, bonk. And then when Skyfire picks up Megatron, chucks him at the ice, and his head hits the ice and goes, bonk. <laughs> Both of those were hilarious. <laughs> the only last thing is the music was so different in this episode. Did you guys sense that? Sometimes I wasn't even sure if it was matching the scene. Like when Megatron's talking to Skyfire, it's like this happy, upbeat music, like talking to the evil leader of the Decepticon. <laughs> No, I, I didn't notice I that. Think I, noticed a li- I think I noticed it a little bit, but it wasn't too jarring? I don't know. 
I don't. It was one of it was a uh, different, more upbeat version of the normal theme that's in every episode. Whereas once, uh, it, I think it incorporated the original Transformers theme. I can't remember which theme now. But yeah. Anyway, so other thoughts on what you guys liked or didn't like? I didn't like Guy Fire being frozen in ice again, and I actually don't remember if he comes back. Or when he comes back, I'm pretty sure he comes back. Do you want spoilers? Well, why wouldn't he come back? Because I was also going to point out that ending sequence where he's covered in snow and ice. I mean, he's a giant robot. He couldn't get out of that little tiny hole. Well, this is actually the most detrimental thing to Autobots and Decepticons is actually intense cold. That's like a thing in the lore? Yeah, that's how we lose Galvatron forever. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, I mean, even the he Jap- slips off of a an iceberg or a glacier <laughs> the, or something. Yeah, even the Japanese remembered this, I guess, and thought that cold, you know, a planet exploding while he's at the center of it doesn't get him. But no, falling into a glacier, ice water does. But uh, yeah. So any stupid moments slash Starscream's blunders? I do what I want when I want. Once again, we're on a streak. Starscream hasn't done anything stupid that led to. The Autobots winning for three episodes in a row now. I mean, this whole episode was his blunder. <laughs> one, okay, one, if he actually found Skyfire, this episode wouldn't have even happened. Actually, he might have not joined the Decepticons at that point. Anyways, if he didn't force his friend into murder, maybe he just had a, I don't know, a good old cup of tea and talk things out. Maybe Skyfire would have joined the Decepticons and understood Starscream. But instead, he just, instead he freaked out and was like, eh. You're not listening to me, so you're not my real friend. So, like, it's the whole episode. It's I love Star, but really? So should I add it to my list of blunders that I have been adding every episode? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean... Get get rid of that list. Where's this list? Because every other time, it's been him (laughs) doing something that actively prevented another Decepticon from winning by accident or his own stupidity. But I guess this would count because he is kind of stupid. He doesn't know how to, you know, lead... So a subordinate under him, you know. He does not I mean, lead. The subordinate just didn't want to do it. Like, if Skyfire listened to Starscream, well, there wouldn't be a problem. Well, yeah, but if Starscream was actually more diplomatic and tried to talk to his friend, I, there might have been something more there. But, like, he's just like, nah. Nah, I'm just going to assume that you're still my friend. I don't know. He could have handled that situation a lot better and more like a leader. Okay, so this was kind of stupid. Start, when he gets, you know, the Energon cube chucked at his head, Megatron's like, you idiot, they're still alive. He immediately goes, oh my god, Hound's holograms, that's probably what the bodies were. I'm like, wow, you knew that that could have been a possibility, and you didn't check to make sure the bodies were actual bodies. It, yeah. Uh, this is why you yeah. always check the bodies in superhero and giant robot fiction. Uh, so, once again, another stupid moment, Spike gets kidnapped again. I should start adding a spike kidnap count onto my Starscream blunder count because this is like the third time he's been kidnapped, at least. But at least this time it served oh. a story purpose for the first time. He uh, Maybe-ish. Auto- Who kidnapped him? Uh, Skyfire. Okay. He Well, Skyfire. he saved him, but he didn't realize he was giving them to evil people because, like, he saved the humans. That's right, yeah. And their, de- their future destruction is what makes him turns against the Decepticons. But I do like how naive he is. He's like, oh, we'll just go talk to my buddy Megatron. He'll just solve like, this right out. I'm not a bad guy. Come listen to my leader. He'll 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 sort things out. He'll set you straight. 
It was so cute. It was so innocent. Like, I love Skyfo so much. Like, why are you guys so upset? You don't have to hate me. Come talk to my pal Starscream. <laughs> I don't understand anything, but Starscream's my friend. Oh, oh, the other thing that was so stupid. They're, I guess they're trying to hide. They're trying to hide when they find Megatron. Megatron spots them within three seconds. He just turns his head <laughs> 45 degrees and goes, Autobots! <laughs> I'm like, you guys are the worst at hiding. <laughs> How do you hide like ten foot robots behind the snow? <laughs> but he like his like his head just turns, and it's like you guys ain't fooling me at all. You're right there. <laughs> uh, the ending is kind of stupid. Yes, but I I do want to go over what I think actually happened. So Skyfire was injured because he was shot by Starscream, and then he uses his missile. I thought he was using his missile to cover earth's core that was exposed when i was a kid i never actually understood what happened i thought he fired his missile because he was damaged and then ran right into where he fired his missile and got covered i thought that's what happened i was always like what sacrifice he's five stories under you dig him up (laughs) what did you think happened at the ending both of you guys well the first part definitely i thought he was you know trying to save the planet by dumping ice and stuff over 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 the exposed the exposed hole that they the decepticons dug up but everything after that didn't make any sense to me i was really confused by him being defeated by a hole that goes up to his knee <laughs> <laughs> sammy what about you yeah no i agree they really could have just dug him up uh do you want spoilers yeah they dig him out like four episodes later because oh, they okay. they need they need a they need somebody who can fly and they remember he's somewhere trapped to go take him out. Right. It's so it's lame, bad. man. It's not because, oh, we should look for our friend. It's like now we need a tool, just the way the Decepticons needed a tool. <laughs> hey, his tool skyfire. So messed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean it shows us that there's a gray area with Autobots and Decepticons. <laughs> Everyone's a tool. <laughs> oh man. That's terrible. <laughs> if we can stop laughing enough, we can go into animation errors. I, like, I have so, a big um, obvious one. I had two, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. The flashback while they were on Cybertron. Oh. Oh. They were in their jet. Their, they were in human jet form instead of the trapezoid things, triangle. Yeah, they weren't that in their Cybertronian true. form while they were flying around the sky. Skyfire and Starscream. Every time the Transformers get a new a new outlook appearance. It goes back into their memory banks and changes what all their past do. appearances to what they look like now and retroactively retcons their is, own Is that really a thing? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Why do you listen to anything I say on this show? <laughs> this whole podcast is a lie. <laughs> Sammy, you can't toy me like that, okay? Sammy. All I know is Beast Wars, okay? <laughs> I was going to say for animation errors, the uh, actually it was funny because it was immediately after Skyfire was like I'm a Decepticon or something or no it was it was the kids being like so why are you a Decepticon and point to the logo flashes to the logo and it's red it's a red Decepticon yeah so, I yeah, yeah I guess I should and then it, it just stayed like that and I'm like oh oh yeah it had a red Decepticon that. symbol but sometimes it was just kept switching colors back and forth 
As if they yeah. forgot if this was after he turned or not. I thought it was pretty weird. The whole, like, Decepticon ceremony. Megatron put that on him. It was like a sticker that they just slapped on him. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he get the Autobot sticker? <laughs> hey, every Transformer has a mini sticker maker in their left kneecap. So right. I'm just going to add that to the wiki- Transformer wiki page and see if someone deletes it. <laughs> I mean, you can't prove that it's not true. <laughs> I'm gonna point. I'm gonna go back and watch the episode and look where he pulls it out and say he pulled it out from his automatic sticker maker wherever the hand is in the animation cell. In the new hole Laserbeak made for him in the previous episode, that's where he keeps them now. Uh, there was oh, there was only one more animation error in the ice tunnel. Optimus is with his trailer, and in the next shot, he backs up into what should be his trailer. Now it's just magically gone. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> what the heck? It's like you should have just ah, uh, whatever. I didn't catch that one. Uh, any others? Yeah, no, I caught it. I was just like... <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things I was expecting him to like back up and crash into it, so that's why it stood out to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, main character. Hey, boys! We're gonna be movie stars! Obviously, it's Skyfire. Yes. He's the pl- not only the plot of the episode, he's got a character arc from being manipulated by the Decepticons to realizing what is really right and wrong, and fighting against uh, what is really wrong. Yeah, I agree. He should just follow orders. Look where he got him. (laughs) Is that what you're saying we should now do under our current uh, ruler? (laughs) I feel like that's that's unfair. That's apples and oranges. (laughs) It's definitely oranges. Definitely oranges. (laughs) You tell (laughs) me... Retcon. There's no retcons that in this episode, but there was deleted audio. About four to six minutes of it. Nothing I noticed that was new, but everything was called Jetfire in the dialogue instead of Skyfire. They had to go back and re-record all the lines of Jetfire from everyone in the cast to say Skyfire instead. Yep. Yay, copyright. We'll get to that later in the character spotlight section. Okay. I was going to ask. So, yeah. Because first we got Megatron's energy and fun facts. Energy! Energy! Dark, excessive, time, liberty. So Megatron is converting the heat at the center of the Earth into energy. This apparently causes winter across the world, even though that's not how Earth's weather works. It's... Hot, yes, but none of the Earth's core actually heats the planet. I like how at the end they're just like, yeah, now the core is covered once more. It'll recharge and reheat the Earth. I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Geothermal physics. So it's not supposed to be an educational show. None of the science is supposed to be But they had all this other stuff that was accurate. Getting hydroelectric power, solar power. All this other stuff was real stuff that existed. Everything. This is the first. This is like the first one that was just so out there. No, no. The Earth's core exists. I know, but not the way it is portrayed here. However, Earth. The Earth's core actually is solid. The Earth's core is actually solid in real life, and in the show, it's represented as a green crystal that the Decepticons <laughs> have somehow raised a portion of from the ground. The TF Wiki site said it's actually a shaft that leads to the Earth's core, but I'm like, no. In the animation, they are clearly getting the energy from that green crystal itself. They're taking pieces of it and converting it into energon. That's In reality, the Earth's core is believed to be an iron-nickel alloy made of crystals. 
it's almost like there was some research done, but then aborted because they then they didn't get the re- uh, second half right because they had to get the show to air, get the script done. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this is the first episode where Optimus Prime says transform and roll out. Such so iconic. Yep. I didn't realize it took them seven episodes to do that, though. <laughs> yeah. Too busy trying out all these other different lines. <laughs> like Transformers, to the air! <laughs> or Autobots, to the air. Uh, so, let's move on to Character Spotlight. And our spotlight is Skyfire slash Jetfire. Can I please read the things? Yes. <laughs> you yeah. can read it. All right. So, uh, Jetfire's quote. Among mysteries of science lies the keys to victory. Uh, Jetfire description. Swift is Autobot, daring in battle. Believes victory will come via technological advancement. Adds twin scramjet modules and liquid hydrogen fuel tanks to escape Earth's gravity. Flies halfway around the world in 30 minutes. Carries four particle beam cannons and heat-seeking photon missiles. Prone to mechanical failures due to advanced technology. What? Because <laughs> no how one knows do you how to have... repair it. Oh, but if it's advanced technology, it shouldn't break as often. It should be perfected. Maybe he came from the future. No one knows how to prepare him. But he should never break in the first place. (laughs) Also, like, uh, uh, cool. I'm glad that he can fly around the world in half an hour or half the world in half an hour. It's funny. They say nothing about him being a scientist in his description. Technological advancements. No, he is a technological advancement. No, he says believes victory will come via technological advancement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I and I mean, and his quote kind of just kind of signifies that, yeah, he really cares yeah. about, like, you know, the science, science route, the victory. Do you guys want to learn about the history of the name change and why the Jetfire, the Skyfire figure looks nothing like the Skyfire uh, animation? All right, I tell mean, us I, you want to read it. All right, start at this bottom paragraph, then go to the next page and read the whole other paragraph. Name-changing BS. Skyfire or Jetfire was originally a toy called Super Valkyrie Fighter from the anime Super Dimensional Fortress Macross, a non-Takar company. That kind of makes sense. He does kind of have that weird, like, blocky look. Well, you haven't actually seen the image of the real Jetfire for the figure or from that animation. Bandai America just took other toys to use in the series without considering the Japanese market. He was never sold in Japan since he already existed as a Macross figure from another company. In the G1 Bible, it states that Skyfire was now Jetfire due to undefined legal reasons. <laughs> if that was true, why did they not care about Shockwave? Was it because he was from South Korea, uh, thus not sold in Japan? But Hasbro did later acquire the Shockwave trademark and design and sold him to, in both America and Japan. Also, this assumes Skyfire's episodes were already being made so they couldn't substitute him as another figure in the series or redo any of the episode at that point. Since the America series, Robotech included Macross as part of the show and included Jetfire's original design. However, due to Hasbro already having a license to one of the figures from that show, it was the only Robotech toy to not be sold in America. Thus, kids would see a Transformer called Jetfire that looked exactly like the large robot Valkyrie on the Robotech show. It's all a giant mess. <laughs> oh, I found that last part so hilarious. I'm like, hey, it's from Robotech. No, this is a Transformer, kid. Uh, so Was that the first... Is he, like, the first one where it's, like... This is the first time it kind of, like, shows that these legal things are... Throwing a wrench in the operation with all these different I think Transformers it, coming in the I show. I think with a lot... Of, like, you know how I told you about the guys that were humans 
so they took the humans out and gave sticker faces, so they look ridiculous. But that seemed like it was easy to take care of, pretty mm-hmm. straightforward. This one seems... This was a whole mess, because then then a different American company got the license for that anime to come over here, and so they couldn't have the toy, because the toy image was already... Uh. And they're taking it from an anime that was a mishmash itself. Of oh, three other anime? <laughs> yeah. Which is a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> so, his original name was supposed to be Fireball. Uh, Why? But you guys want to know the funniest mistake. In Europe, Optimus Prime wasn't in the first toy line. So, since Skyfire slash Jetfire was the largest toy of the Autobots, they assumed he was the Autobot leader in their first commercials. And Optimus Prime's name in the comic books was called Jetfire. So you have Optimus Prime, and everybody's calling him Jetfire, who looks nothing like the Jetfire figure. And they later had to, you know, change his name a few issues later and in the reprints when they made graphic novels. Does that comic, that version of the comic come out before the show aired over there? I don't, I I don't know. I assume that the comic came out the same month as the cartoon. Yeah, it just seems odd that they would have Optimus come as part of the second toy line. But have the show at the same time where Optimus is clearly here. There was clearly some miscommunication happening. Here's the worst thing, though. 2014 was the first time America ever saw a Skyfire figure that looked exactly like the cartoon. Wow. Yup. I guess he's not really a popular figure. But they had to call him Jetfire because <laughs> the Skyfire name is now trademarked to Mattel. Uh, Thus, when the Autobot Skyfire was on the Energon cartoon... They realized at the last minute that it was owned by Mattel, so they changed his name to Skyblast. Just how Shockwave's name was changed to Shockblast in that exact same series for the exact same reason. So I guess whenever you have a name change go wrong, you just add Blast to the end of it. <laughs> Makes what sense. cartoon was that? Uh, Transformers Energon. Alright, taking that right off the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, like, I mean, it's part of the, the Energon Cybertron Armada thing, so like... It's, it's worth a shot. There's a lot of Starscream. I know there's one more Transformer that was also a non-Takar product, but I don't think he, he's not in the first season. I don't even know if he's in the second season or he was just a figure only. That was the Whirl character, who Sammy probably knows from the comics. Yep. But I don't remember him being in the show unless he was in season two, and I just didn't remember. Yeah, so I there's... don't remember either. Like, oh, okay. I only know him from the comics, so, like, I, I have no idea where they pulled him from. There's a Transformer named Whirl? Yeah. Like, yeah. world as like, in spinning? He can. He looks like yeah. Shockwave. He's got the whole one face with a little eye thing. He's got a mono eye, and he turns into a helicopter, and he's got little claw hands, and it's, he's Okay, he's so cool. he's an Autobot. There's an Autobot named Whirl, and there's a Decepticon named eh. Cyclonus. He's not really an <laughs> Autobot. He's neither. Like, he's not really an Autobot or there's a Decepticon. There's anti-hero? <laughs> like, not, not in G1 well, cartoons, called... obviously. Yeah. Okay, all in right. The, in the comics, I guess technically he would be a nail, which okay. is a non-affiliated blah 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 Now we're getting into things that people who are listening to this podcast won't understand. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> so, who, who wants to read his fate after the movie? Sammy? I'll do it, because I love him. Wait, I still function! So, there is no mention of him in the movie. Appears in season three and was last seen getting shot down. Dang it. Uh, He later changed his name to Jetfire for no reason. Okay, was to symbolize he was changing to more of a warrior. In actuality, it was so the Japanese would know Jetfire and Skyfire were the same person, since Skyfire never had a figure there, and Jetfire always looked different from Skyfire. 
He had a cameo in the Japanese Headmasters cartoon. He helped Wheeljack and Perceptor uncover new powers of the Matrix to make Optimus Prime a more powerful body. He also had a time-traveling adventure in the future with the 15 Go-Go Girls, the prelude to Kiss Players. He's also in the future Beast Wars American comics stated he died in combat before they made peace. I.E. killed off screen. But those are the American... That was the American... I can't remember if it's Dreamwave or IDW, but no one really cared about those Beast Wars comics, I don't think. That's true. I read them and I was like, what the hell is going on? That's the first they, time I'm ever hearing They were bringing all these Japanese characters into it from for people who didn't watch the Japanese cartoons because they've never been fan translated. So you have I mean, no like, idea what the hell is going on while you're reading it. It was like so bad... I, I just kept reading and not understanding who anyone was, what the plot was going on, and I had just watched Beast Wars, so I'm just like, what? Like a few years ago, and I'm like, what is going on? So they, did they bring over the Japanese Transformer Tanuki clock thing? <laughs> <laughs> I've got that figure. <laughs> His Saki turns into a gun. Oh my god. But I thought he was a clock. Good. Yeah, I think he had temporary freeze time for 30 seconds. I get He's got the same powers as Alita 1 from the original series wow it took me a second to say to, to decipher it that you said alito one and not leader one <laughs> <laughs> dropping more hints about that GoBots podcast i know i'm sorry no, <laughs> leader one is actually name is the name of the minicon that works with megatron in transformers armada so they stole it from GoBots. they own GoBots and all the names so mm. it's theirs to do with what they please <laughs> they're trying to erase leader one trying to write him out yes, of existence with garbage. this other nobody <laughs> Garbage. They made him a minicon? What? Yeah, a minicon. <laughs> that was disrespectful. Murder him. <laughs> Murder all of the GoBots. <laughs> stupid Gobertron. Anyways, it's Gobatron. not part of the podcast. <laughs> Gobertron. Is that the name of their planet? Planet Gobertron. Yes. yes. <laughs> Gobertron. Oh, God. I think like we could just come up with a better name here in a few seconds. No, that. Gobertron is great. It was so good. No. Uh, What's wrong with just you know having what? names so, that get straight to the point? So we're going to come up with really bad <laughs> names to sign off on that match GoBots instead of Transformers this episode. So instead, <sighs> I'm Human Sean, you know, like the way Helicopter, whatever his name is, and the GoBots is. I want to be Psy Sammy. I'm co-host Thomas. <laughs> what did you say? Psy Sammy? Yeah, so Psy Kill, or Sammy Kill sounds too... Yeah, Psy Sammy. Psy Sammy, okay. When you say Psy Sammy, it yeah. sounds like, you know, because of the size, because those are your weapons. Oh. You can just be Sammy Sammy <laughs> to be like Dive Dive. <laughs> no! I refuse to be Dive Dive. What's the name of the GoBots leader? Leader One. The good guy? <laughs> leader One is the leader of the GoBots, of okay. the good guys, yes. Uh, and Psykill is the leader and of the bad guys? The... I think so. I don't yeah. know all the names. I just, I don't know who's who. I, could get, I know I could Leader One shirt is you got Leader me. One, yeah. So... You know, Psykill is the Megatron of the world, of the series. And he has a really good action figure that just came out. And I'm really angry because I hate GoBots, but that Psykill figure looks amazing. How do, I'm how looking do at it. That fi- might be the first figure I ever buy. <laughs> how do GoBot figures even look good? They always looked awful, I thought. Like, weren't they? they were no, like... they do. They do. No, this came out like a couple of months ago. What, is it made to be in the like, Transformers it... style instead? Essentially. Like, you actually have to work for the transformation. You don't just flip yeah. a head and a foot over and, like, look, he's a boat. <laughs> yeah, no, you actually have to put, you have to put some effort into this. Uh, like, there's, you got, like, a whole full minute of transforming. 
all I can think of now is the Transformer uh, McDonald's things that I had. I don't know if I brought these up oh, on the podcast God. before. It was I had a pancake platter that transformed into alien robot. I had some French fries and a Coca Cola, and all of them transformed into robots as well. But all you did was flip up a thing for their their hands and a thing for the face, and that was it. Yep. And uh, was, they were the most was... awesome thing. I had, I think I have like three out of the five of them that were made for that. They are they are pretty cute. The hotcakes thing actually turned into like a bat-like creature. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. yeah. It was like, hey, we can't get the Transformers license. Let's just make our own with our own. Oh, there was an English muffin that also transformed <laughs> into a Transformer. Pancake and muffin Transformer. An English <laughs> muffin Transformer. Unofficial you, Transformer. Unless we'll just make your own. Unless oh Hasbro bought the rights and incorporated into some pocket universe. Why would where... they just get the GoBots license instead of just no. making up this ridiculous stuff? <laughs> because we don't need more GoBot stuff. GoBots could have been popular too if they got pushed no. like crazy like the Transformers. Really? No, they named their character Scooter. <laughs> uh. And Dive Dive. Dive Dive is great. It's a and good spoons. name. <laughs> Alright, you know what? We're on. So, what do you think is a better name, Skyfire or Jetfire? I thought you were going to ask me Dive Dive. I thought we were signing off. I know. Skyfire is a good name. I like Skyfire better. Skyfire, mm-hmm. Skyfire is what I call him forever. I don't. I usually don't call him Jetfire. Like Skyfire is where it's at. Yeah. So now let's really sign off, and until Thomas before Thomas starts talking about how much awesome GoBots are. <laughs> I will, like this podcast will go on for another fifteen minutes of me angrily shouting about GoBots. <laughs> sign off. I'm. This is Sean. Thomas. Sai Sammy. Right, and Tom Tom. <laughs> Tom Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have the rights to that, though. I can't be Tom Tom. I wish I could be Tom Tom, but <laughs> how do, can we can't afford that just yet. <laughs> we can afford the GoBot. Thanks for YouTube user Transformers at the Moon for hosting every deleted audio segment from every episode of the Transformers. Thanks to tfwiki.net for information used in our character spotlight feature.